to all who come to this happy place. Welcome to my magical travel information series. My name is Rachel and I am a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where we make big fun easy. This is your one-stop shop for information about Disney destinations and universal vacations. For more details on all of these topics and to stay up on the latest news, please like and follow my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis Small World Big Fun. So with that, let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to episode 10 of my magical information series. This is the first episode of 2019. Uh, I'm Rachel here with my husband, Zach. Just wanted to start by wishing everybody a happy new year and we hope you had a really nice holiday break and you guys are kind of taking the opportunity now to get back into the swing of things. Before we get started with the content of episode 10, we have a lot of housekeeping notes that we need to catch up on and fill you in on. A lot of stuff has happened with Disney in the last two weeks since we spoke. So our first order of business is the Disney Cruise Line discount release. When you book a cruise before, or I'm sorry, yeah, before February 15th, 2019, you only pay half of your deposit amount on the day that you book your cruise. This applies to four night cruises departing June 22nd, 2019 to May 22nd of 2020. So we have a lot of dates to play with, a lot of destinations to play with, and I would definitely encourage you to uh, some, to express some interest if a Disney Cruise Line trip is something that you're giving some thought to. The second order of business is Disney released what's called a four-park magic ticket, which will be coming to the Walt Disney World Resort in the new year. So starting on January 18th, guests will be able to purchase a four-day, four-park magic value ticket for $85 a day plus tax for a total price of $340 plus tax. Um, That's going to change a little bit depending on what time of year you go, uh, depending on what time of or what season you're in. But the four park magic value ticket includes one day of admission to the Magic Kingdom Park, one day of admission to Epcot, one day of admission to Hollywood Studios, and one day of admission to Animal Kingdom for a total of four admissions over four separate days. These tickets can be used to enter each theme park only once. And of course, obviously other terms and conditions apply. So let's discuss if this ticket package is a good option for you and your family. Uh, There are a couple different scenarios where I could see this really working very well. So if that's something that you might be interested in, I'd be happy to talk you through it. All of my Magical Travel Information Series episodes are now available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. So hopefully one of those works for you and you're conveniently listening. Tune in and subscribe and give us a rating too and review. Uh, With the beginning of the year comes a lot of families planning their trips to Disney. Uh, A lot of people watched the two-hour Disney commercial, aka the parade, and got excited and wanted to start booking their trip. So Disney has been really busy, the phones have been really busy, travel agents have been really busy. So give some consideration to putting down your $200 deposit to hold your reservation and let's get let's get to planning for 2019. And last but not least, don't forget about the referral contest that we have going on. When you refer a friend, family member, whoever to us and they do book a trip, you will be entered to win a $50 Visa gift card. So, 
with all of that being said, I feel like you need a drink. Um, episode 10, we would like to talk about the schedule for 2019 at the Walt Disney World Resort. So our hope was is that you would take this information and kind of decide this is something I'd like to see or this is something I'd like to attend. We are going to be very careful to try not to provide a bunch of commentary on the time of year or the crowd levels. So I want this to be very informational so that we don't make a comment like, oh, it's so hot, you know, this would be really cool, but it's miserable there. That's gonna make you not wanna go and that stinks. So it's all relative. I mean, some people, if it's really crowded, I might think it's super packed and I wouldn't wanna go, but you might go, hey, this is awesome. And there's so many people here, let's challenge accepted. We're gonna make a bunch of friends, whatever. Um, Likewise, I think that 70 degrees is really hot. If you go to Disney World in the summertime and it's 97, I might be really uncomfortable, but my mother is like, oh, it's a little warm out. I guess I'll take off my long sleeve shirt. So it kind of depends on what your family is and a benefit of working with a travel agent who has been to Disney during all seasons is that we can kind of talk about what your family likes, what your family preferences are, and then we can make plans according to what you guys really need. Anything else? No, that's... that's <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll just get started here. I'll start it off. Uh, starting this month in January, there's, there's actually a lot of things going on in January to begin with. Uh, first off, the, the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend kicks off. It's from January 10th through January 13th. There's a bunch of different races, so there's the kids' races, 5K, 10K, a half, and full marathon. This is the only time that you can complete a full marathon in Disney, so there's marathons throughout the year, but this half is... Half marathons. Yeah, there's other half marathons throughout the year, but this is the only time that there actually is a full marathon. So there's also some few challenges. I think what there's the dopey and... They're, they some, have different names for yeah. all of them, but it's basically combining... You, know, you run the 10K and the half, or the 10K, right. the half, and, and the full. There's some people that run the 5, 10, half, and full. God bless you. But They're hey, awesome. if, if, that's, <laughs> if, if running's your thing and that's what you're into, by all means, go for it. And as of today, there are still spots available in the kids' races, as well as the 10K, half, and full marathon. So if you're interested and you want to get out there and run, call Do Rachel it. up. Yep. Let's Let, do it. Yeah, let's get it done. What's so, 26.2 miles anyway? Yeah, I mean, go for Just it. Just kidding. I mean, especially if you haven't even started training for it. Come on, go on out. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but, but actually, probably don't do that. That might be that might be pretty tough. Well, all right. So here's <laughs> here's the thing. All right, I guess, hang on. You keep doing January yeah, we'll and then keep, we'll talk we'll, about February. Yeah, so also in January, from January 18th through February 25th, there's what... What they have is the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Now, this is a relatively new event that Epcot has been hosting, and, and Epcot's hosting a lot of different festivals throughout the year now, but this is this is the newest one. So, of course, this is, this is all based around art. And what they have is you can acquire new skills, visit galleries, and witness exceptional talent that proves the power of imagination. Uh, Disney's quoted by saying, Our smorgasbord of visual treats is sure to please. 
and you can pursue pure Disney brilliance at stunning exhibitions you'll never forget. Visiting galleries will spotlight artists who infuse their distinctive styles into every brushstroke. Now, also, while this is going on, they'll still have different food uh, vendors set up around World Showcase, kind of like what they do during the uh, the um, Flower and Garden Festival and then also the, the Wine and Dine Festival. So other things that you can do during the International Festival of the Arts is they have visual arts highlights, the Animation Academy, Artful Photo Ops, Art on Demand. They have different festival merchandise that you can purchase. Of course. Of course, right? Why not? Uh, Figment's Brush with the Master Scavenger Hunt. Uh, they have different galleries where you can have the opportunity to purchase pieces from different participating artists that are that are scheduled through this time. There's an expression section, a paint by, by number mural, and then there's also daily workshops and seminars with vid- visiting artists from around the world. So as, I, as we said, this is taking place in Epcot, and it's daily January 18th through 25th. Uh, workshops are only offered Friday to Monday, so over the weekend. And then this is, this is just a, a regular day in Epcot, so there's no special ticket required for this. Just, just park admission gets you into all of these uh, exhibits and galleries and, and all the activities they have offered. That was a mouthful. That was a lot. That's it's it's new. It's it's starting to gain a lot of interest by the community and all the Disney people. So we I have. I feel like that's a crowd that is similarly yeah. attracted to the food and wine festival. It, it is. It's good yes. food and, and elegant food. I guess if you want to call it yeah. sophisticated food. So being able to incorporate some of Disney's artwork, which is obviously some of the most famous in the world, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. So moving on to February, uh, like Zach just mentioned, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts runs through February, and they also have the Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend, which is... I know somebody running in that. (laughs) The one I'm running. So it's February 21st to the 24th. Now, when when we give you a weekend range, it's because on one day they have the kids races in the 5K, and then the next day is the 10K, and then the next day is the half marathon. So it's it's organized i guess we should talk about marathon or we should talk about race weekends a little bit i have lots of experience with race weekends um my mom has completed five disney half marathons this is going to be my first one i think so if you if you're running at the end of february i will have firsthand experience for you but if you want to go in january i can get some experience for you because my mom ran it um, but my dad, sister, and I were part of what's called the cheer squad every year that she ran. So you can sign up for, it's called a cheer squad package. And depending on which level you pick, you can go, they have a, a blocked off area right in front of Cinderella Castle. If that's the, the route that you're running, they have different cheer sections where you kind of get a closer, not as crowded, you don't have to stand there forever view of the of the course so that's that's a pretty neat thing and then i believe that all of the packages include grandstand seating at the finish line which is really convenient especially if your runner's slow like me you'll be sitting for a while so it's kind of nice to have an actual seat that you can come and go (laughs) sorry (laughs) who says you're gonna be slow sorry um they also have different race after parties and athlete tents 
They can also, you can also purchase a ticket if you're just a spectator to go into the tent with your athlete. So I've seen they do different taping, stretching, food, uh, you know, post, I just ran 13 miles. Like I don't really want to eat a lot, but I need some carbs. Um, and it's just somewhere dry. You have private bathrooms and it's, it's really nice, but that's a, a special ticket in addition to purchasing your race registration. So... The Disney Half Princess Marathon Weekend has kids races, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and challenges. There are still spots open for the half marathon in the event that anybody decides they would like to run with me. Yeah, if you want to be a runner-up and follow <laughs> behind Rachel, sign on up because whenever she's running her five-minute mile. Yeah. Times two and add a couple minutes. So... Basically, I was going to sign up for the 10K. Well, I did sign up for the 10K. So we were there, or we were in Disney at the beginning of November, and we saw the athletes that were running in the Wine and Dine half marathon, and I decided that I was going to give it a try, and I was going to switch my registration from the 10K, 10K to the half marathon. A big deciding factor for me, quite frankly, was that you have to have a 16-minute mile pace requirement, and you have to finish the half marathon in three and a half hours. So just crunching some numbers and doing some math and kind of playing with the running numbers that I usually have. Um, I'm by no means a runner, but I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to kind of check something off my bucket list and add another thing that I've done in Disney to my list of experiences to hopefully help somebody else. Yeah, and another nice thing about those is it is generally flat for the most part on the course. Except there's, mile eight. Yeah, there's a, cu- <laughs> there's a couple on-ramps that you're running uphill a little bit, but if you're prepared and you know that's coming up, that's just something you... I googled it. You're just supposed to walk up all the hills. There you go. So, join me. It'll be so much fun. Alright, so the next month of March is the start of the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, we've been there a few times for this. We got engaged during the... That is, that's right. Garden so Festival. this year's dates are March 6th through June 9th. No, last year. Uh, oh, no. You're right. This year. So this year's dates are March 6th through June 9th, and there's many different snacks and beverages at various outdoor kitchens throughout the World Showcase. And then also there's dozens of world-renowned Disney themed topiaries, which are awesome, and they have them spread out all over the park actually. So there's some in the front. Uh, they're I don't spread think we all... can assume that everybody knows what a topiary is. Yeah, so a topiary is a it's a giant. Did you say bush? So it's a. It's a we we went on a we tour. We watched them make and, them. Yeah, yeah, we saw how you make it. So it's basically a, my mother-in-law's gonna be so upset that we aren't describing this better. So it's a plant that is grown on a wire structure made to look like something. So my favorite one is Winnie the Pooh is is a really good one. Uh, Peter Pan is really good. Yeah, in the front, I think they have Donald and Goofy and Mickey and Minnie uh, spread out through the middle. And then they also have different characters throughout the the World Showcase. So um, I'm trying to think. They have Timon and Pumbaa and Simba in a country and stuff like that so they're they're very breathtaking and you can tell that they put a lot of time into this and i think they start growing them i think they grow them year round it's like as soon as this event ends all right we're getting ready for the next years 
So those are really neat. And then also they have uh, they have exhibits on how to garden and how to how to do some of the things that they do. Now, of course, not everybody can do what they do, but they teach Sorry, you the, yeah they teach you the techniques on on how to do some of the things yourself. They also have an outdoor concert series featuring fan favorite bands uh, over in the, uh, what is that, the, the, the stage over in America. American yeah, Pavilion. Yeah, American Pavilion. And then they also have exciting tours that you can take. Uh, Gardens of the World and English Tea Garden and Behind the Seeds Tour. You did the Behind the Seeds I Tour. I did once. the Behind the Seeds Tour. Yeah. I wish that I was a little older when I did the Behind the Seeds Tour because... I don't remember wanting to be there. <laughs> like, I, know I don't know why my, you wouldn't. My dad was so excited. And I mean, it's neat. So there's a ride in Epcot in the land called Living with the Land. And you sit in this boat and you kind of go through different climates. And then they take you into two greenhouses? Yes. Two greenhouses? Uh, two and so at a least half. two, yeah. And you get to see all the different things that, that Disney grows and how they... Um, I mean, they make some of their food, like the lettuce and the salads, and I think even the fish. Yeah. There is is harvested yep. to to eat, and so I mean it's pretty cool. And so we got to go behind the seeds, <laughs> and we got to see a lot of the behind the scenes action of how that stuff works and how much volume there really is to support the restaurants and all the different things that they have. Yeah. So. That's that's what's starting up in March and on to April. It carries into April, uh, the Flower and Garden Festival, but they also have another run weekend. They have the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend from April 4th to April 7th. There are kids races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and a few challenges. There are still some spots available for the 5K, for the kids races, and the half, and a few of the challenges. They had a lot of challenges for this one, though. Yeah, I, be- I believe that. I yeah. didn't see anything for it, but I can see that. Them. That's a pretty... I'm actually pretty surprised that there are still some some registration spaces available. That's right. So just, you Star Wars people... Just because the theming... Seriously, get because out the, there. the theming is so popular right now that... Uh, I want to see a Chewy run. I'm, I'm sure there's got to be Chewies running around. No, you would chafe and be so hot like you'd die of a heat stroke. Somebody, somebody is Star Wars enough that we they're dressed up like We are not condoning that. We're not encouraging it. If you do it, be my guest. <laughs> I'm not trying to get sued for like telling somebody to run in a Chewy suit. I, I, I see a Chewy running through the park. No. That would be hysterical. It's happened. It's had I'm sure it has happened. We can probably just Google it. <laughs> so have, so have somebody else. All right. So so after April, uh, we start getting into some of the summer things, and it dies down a little bit with the events that they have going on. So May May and June uh, wraps up the Epcot International F- Flower and Garden Festival, and then in July, a, a big event that it's not really. It, I don't know if they publicize it very much or not, but it's the the Fourth of July celebration. If you're have. there, you know. Yeah, if, if you're at Disney World during the 4th of July, you know what's going on. So they have a special fireworks um, show on the 3rd and 4th of July, uh, what they call the 360-degree fireworks. So if you're inside of Magic Kingdom, uh, they, they will shoot fireworks off all the way around you. So 
no matter which direction you're looking, you will see fireworks. It's we, pretty nice. Yeah, we, they close the roads. Right, so you can't drive around the park or anything like that just because they're shooting fireworks off from everywhere. We've watched it from inside the park, and then we've also watched it uh, from the beach last year at the Polynesian. We watched it for mm-hmm. But So that was pretty awesome. And then They also have something at Epcot, don't they? Yeah, I think they do a different illuminations. But it's well, still illuminations. Who knows what they're going to do this year with oh, illuminations. Oh, yeah, when does that go away? They haven't said yet. So they just said it's coming up soon. I should pull something up on my computer and I'll read it at the end because it talks about illuminations and how if you're gonna if you're gonna see it, you need to go. Yeah, it's it's coming up soon. So if you've seen illuminations and you want to see it again before it ends, uh, get that on your calendar sooner than later. Should we pay more Not yet. Not until it's done. Okay. All right. So moving on after July into August. It's the start of the International Food and Wine Festival. Now, this is this is late August. They haven't announced dates yet for this year, but last year it started August 30th and ran through November 12th. So you can kind of guess what this is all about. It's all about different food and different drinks from all around all the countries. Surprise! Are you? So... This is the biggest festival that they have at Epcot, and I believe it's the longest running festival. I'm not positive, but I yeah, believe... Yeah, 25 years this year. Uh, yeah, I or believe... it will be 25 yeah, years. Yeah, this is the longest festival that they've had going on uh, in Epcot's history. So you can you can taste your way around the world, as we like to call it, snack around the world, and get different food from all the countries. And they have a bunch of new countries that aren't there throughout the year. Like, they're not new, they're pop-up. Well, they're pop-up, yeah. They set up stands throughout all of World Showcase where you can get some of their food, like Hawaii. Hawaii is not in the country, but I think they have some They stuff do there. have a... Hawaii a, has something there, Australia. Um, Zach's really hoping for a Poland pop-up country. Yeah, I want to get so, some pierogies. So, if anyone in any position of authority stumbles upon this podcast. If you want to build a Poland next country, Next time you're sitting around it. the big table, yep. please tell them that you should have a Poland pop-up. So, yeah. Also, I mean, not just eating around the countries. They also have different uh, wine pairing classes that you can take. And then they also have different culinary demonstrations and stuff like that. And classes. There's, yeah, classes. There's also another Eat to the Beat series uh, where they'll have concerts over in the American Pavilion. And then they have what they call the Party for the Senses, which is a wine, dine, and dance at this unforgettable, especially ticketed event. Uh, with you all are the- mocking all of my adjectives. Well, I'm just That's not going it. with it. So we'll have we covered a lot of this stuff in episode two, but we just wanted to yeah, we, touch back on that a little bit. We more. caught the tail end of of this year's. When we right. were there in November. Yeah, we were so, there. It was the next to last weekend. So in our trip recap in episode two, we also discussed right. the Food and Wine Festival. Can I talk about the party? Sure. Go for it. All right. So also beginning in August is my very favorite special ticket event. It's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It takes place at Magic Kingdom. They obviously don't have any event dates released for this year. Um, but in 2018, dates ran from August 17th to October 31st. So they really wanted to make sure that anybody who wanted to celebrate Halloween at a special ticketed event got the opportunity to do so if you were going to be there anytime in the fall. So like I just mentioned, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is my favorite event. Um, you can, it, my, the best thing that I can say about it is that you can go trick-or-treating in the park. 
And that's, that's really a neat way to kind of spread everybody out and do something that's really cool. So you can dress up in a costume if you want. I was there with my mom and sister and we opted for no costumes, but there were lots of people. This is one of the few times where adults can dress up as well. So if you wanted to do a family theme or everybody wanted to wear a costume, that's allowed here. There are some rules and regulations that you have to follow, you know, like no full ball gowns if you're, you can't, you right, can't they don't want you, they don't want little kids thinking that you're, that you're really right, the princess or something. Right. Um, and you're not allowed to wear a mask, you know, just general rules, but you're allowed to dress up, which is neat. And you can go to different rides in different locations throughout the park and you say trick or treat. They give you a bag. So that's good. When you first walk in, they give you a bag and they give you legitimate candy. It's like fun size M&Ms. And, um, what was it? Kit Kats? You need Kit Kats? Remember. They need to start giving Kit Kats if they don't. Okay. Also, in addition to the Poland Pavilion, please add Kit Kats to the Not So Scary Halloween yep. Party treats. Start making notes. Um, but it's really cool. You can meet special characters that you wouldn't normally get to meet. There's a really awesome Halloween parade, a castle show, and then. Hollow Wishes. Yeah, the fireworks. Moment of silence for wishes, because it's actually gone. <clears throat> Except the music's probably going to play in the background, so that's right. Um, so it was a really cool event. We we were there at the beginning of October. It it was it was really fun. I really like it. I would say if you can swing it to purchase a special ticket event, you should you should definitely go to this one. That one was my favorite. That's, yeah, that's... September. September. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> September. Sorry. <laughs> Say so, something else. <laughs> September, that, that's really just a carry-on of of the Food and Wine Festival, and then the Halloween party rolls through September as well. Gosh, how did I end up talking about all the cardiovascular exercise? So, in, no, in not November, in October, and November, the Wine and Dine Race Weekend is an option. I actually think that if you're going to set a New Year's resolution for yourself and say, I'm going to do something really cool, I'm looking right at Zach and he's looking at me like I'm nuts. Nope. <laughs> so if you want to set a goal in 2019 to maybe do a race, complete a race, run so far, walk so far, meet some characters on the course that you wouldn't normally get to meet, run with a friend, something cool, this would be a really good option for you because race registration has not even opened yet. So you can set the goal and then once you start training and signups become available, then you can sign up and it'll be official. So it runs October 31st to November 3rd. I already said that you can't sign up yet. They have kids races, 5K, 10K, a half. Do they have full? I wrote full, is that right? I'm gonna, we're gonna Google it right now. We're gonna live Google this because I don't know if I, if I wrote it down right or not. Sorry if you can hear my keyboard. Nope, I made it up. No full. So there's 5k, 10k, half. And then all the challenges. And then a challenge. You can go to the expo. You can be a cheer squad person. You can run if you're a kid. And okay, the Wine and Dine Half Marathon also has a post-race party which 
I've not attended myself, but I do know a few people that have. And it's really, it, it's kind of, it's a food and wine festival party that you get to go to if you ran something. Or buy the ticket, I guess. How are they going to know? But it's kind of cool because it's a party at Epcot and you have food and drinks catered to you from all of the different countries that are around the world showcase and you get to celebrate your tremendous accomplishment with your fellow runners. Can I have more to say? Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to mention since falls that is fall now, so I didn't know if you wanna mention the chance of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening. Right. <laughs> I mean it could happen. Alright. It could happen. So there alright, well okay, hang on. So in October, the race is happening. The Food and Wine Festival is still going on. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is still going on. Officially, all of those things are true. There is a rumor that in late fall, Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge is set to open. Late fall is technically like November twenty first. December twenty. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. December twenty first. Duh. Um. So there is a chance that it could be open, there's a chance it could not be open. Um, it is set to open in Disneyland this summer, so a little bit closer. I think they're kind of hoping, hoping to open it in a place that isn't as crowded and then kind of move it across the country and see how that's gonna go. So what I've been telling people when people are asking me if when Star Wars Land's gonna be open, I haven't the slightest clue, but what I've been telling people is that if you want to book a trip for the end of this year, you put down your $200 deposit and within 30 days, you know, go through, book your dining, book your fast passes, and around the 30 day mark, if they haven't um, announced that it's going to be open when you're there, just reschedule. It's not that big a deal. You can just right. move it, it to it some, can't, some It can't hurt else. if you want to book a room in November and just give it a shot, and then if they announce in August, hey, it's going to open in December, we'll try to move it back for you. Right. So that's what I've been telling people. If you don't want to deal with that, we can just wait until they officially announce it, and we can schedule a trip for you in 2020 when packages become available in the summer. However you want to do it, I know that Star Wars is a big deal. I know that there's going to be a lot of people that are excited to see it, so I wanted to at least throw it in the notes to make sure that you guys were aware that sometime, hopefully, in 2019, Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge will be open at Walt Disney World in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so, as we were just talking about, I just mentioned November, uh, that, that concludes the International Food and Wine Festival, but that does start Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in Magic Kingdom. Uh, dates are not released yet for 2019, but last year they ran from November 8th through December 21st. And we covered that in detail in episode 9. So this is a special ticketed event. We're not going to go in very much detail about it since we just talked about it a few weeks ago. But you should listen but, to episode But yeah, if, if you do want to <laughs> hear more about the Christmas party, go back and listen to episode 9. Uh, Thanksgiving rolls around in November, so a lot of people do have off work, off school. This is a a very popular time to go. Um, I know we didn't want to mention about like crowds and stuff like that, but Thanksgiving is a very popular time to go um, since it's a long four-day, five-day weekend for a lot of people. Right. Finally, in December, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party wraps up. I think 
Did you say this year it ran until December 21st? Yes. Did you say that? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't listening. Um, so it runs until the end of December. So don't feel like you need to like get off break or get off work on the 22nd or whatever day you stop working and book it to Disney World. Though there are some people that do that. Um, they also have the New Year's Eve celebration, which I believe is just at Magic Kingdom. Nobody else does. Well, that. Epcot has a bunch of di- bunch of different things. They have. Oh yeah, you can talk about that in a second. Um, there are three New Year's Eve fireworks shows at Magic Kingdom. This is a very popular time of year to go. And so, for example, we are recording this. It's eleven o'clock on New Year's Eve because. This is what we do. Yeah, what else do we have to do? I mean, it's New Year's <laughs> Eve, you know, it should I'm be just, out. I'm just trying to record a podcast. I'm just trying to stay awake for another hour and one minute. So, all right. So there are three shows, three fireworks displays. One is on the 30th and two are on the 31st. There's one at 6.30 and one at midnight. They try to spread out the celebration as much as they can. A perfect example Magic Kingdom was at full capacity this morning at 11.30, so that means they weren't letting anybody back into the park, and the, or they weren't letting anybody into the park, not back in, and it reopened for entry at 5.30. So it's a busy time to be here, there, I'm not there, but uh, some people are like totally into it. it, it it's so yeah, cool. There, there's a lot of people that their thing is celebrating New Year's at Disney. A lot of people celebrate in New York City, a lot of people celebrate in Vegas, uh, Some people celebrate Dis- on their couches. Yeah, that's <laughs> us. But Disney, I mean, they they really do try to go all out for it. We, we just mentioned that Epcot has has stuff going on, and I was watching earlier on some of the social media of different parties that they're having in all the countries. But uh, they Italy, do it when it's at midnight right. there, which so, I think is sweet. So Italy was having something earlier. China was having something. They're having a a really big party just outside of Spaceship Earth, and then they count it off and shoot off fireworks at midnight. So there's a lot of stuff, uh, mostly at Magic Kingdom and Epcot, for New Year's. I think that's really cool. I think that would be a really neat thing. It, it I know, would be. I, I know that people, if they're not comfortable being in Magic Kingdom, will say that, that Epcot is a, a suitable second choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's well, a lot of people leave actually leave Magic Kingdom to go to Epcot right. because the some people like those type of shows more than the or they could have seen the Magic Kingdom stuff the night before, right? And I think they actually shut off fireworks at six thirty. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. So, We're yeah. not listening to each other. We're very tired at this point. All right. So yeah, that that wraps up the calendar year. Yeah. For 2019. There are a lot of things to do, a lot of things to see. There's always something going on. So don't feel like, oh, they didn't have a lot to say in June and July. That's not necessarily true. I mean, there's so much going on this year, especially with the Mickey's 90th birthday. They're doing a thing where it it's not very detailed at all. That was part of the thing that I was going to find. To read on my computer. Just a minute. Alright, so I got this directly from Disney and I just wanted to read it real quick. It's 380 words long, so I don't think it'll take very long. It's called Now More Than Ever. 
Right now is a moment to capture, to crave, to savor together, because now more than ever, Walt Disney World has more to see, do, taste, and experience than ever before. We're going to satisfy your craving for an amazing array of the Disney magic you love. Feel like playing a bit? Disney's Hollywood Studios is now more playful than ever with the larger-than-life attractions at the all-new Toy Story Land. Want to get wild? And Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is generating more goosebumps than ever as banshees soar through the bioluminescent land of Pandora, the world of Avatar. Looking for something delicious? Epcot is now more flavorful than ever, with festivals offering the best in food, music, art, and much more. And if you love illuminations, reflections of Earth, you must experience it now more than ever during its farewell. At Magic Kingdom Park, happily ever after fireworks light up the sky as Cinderella Castle is transformed into a magical Disney setting. From January 18th through September 30th, 2019, whatever your passion, there's a big dose of new pixie dust waiting for you at all four theme parks during this special time. Love surprises? Magic Kingdom Park will be more magical than ever with our new Mickey and Minnie surprise celebration. Join a whimsical procession down Main Street, USA, one-of-a-kind musical moments in every corner, and a bevy of beloved Disney characters wherever you look. Plus, don't miss out on limited-time magic with delightful entertainment, imaginative, imaginative new merchandise, food and beverage treats, and more. We're also making Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park more Hakuna Matata than ever. To celebrate the Lion King as it roars back into our hearts, will feature classic and new ways to live this beloved tale during the film's 25-year anniversary. And if you can't get enough Disney Pixar fun, Disney's Hollywood Studios will be more playful than ever as whimsical new ways to party with some of your Pixar pals adds to the fun of the all-new Toy Story Land. Whatever you're craving, we invite you to indulge it. Take in all the things you care about most alongside the friends and family you care about most. Join in on all the magic happening now more than ever, only at Walt Disney World Resort. Boom. Mic drop. Well, don't drop the mic. It's the only one we got. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people say, oh, it's been years since I've been to Disney World. If you haven't been to Disney, honestly, in the last two years, I was gonna, yeah, you two years. are missing so much. So... Now more than ever is the perfect time to be there. This year is the perfect time to be there. 2020 is the perfect time to be there. Whatever fits your family schedule, whatever fits your family budget, we'd love to help get you there. Right. And so wrapping up this episode, since we're just talking about all the stuff going on in the parks, episode 11 in two weeks, we're going to talk about a day outside of the parks and what all you can do if, if you have an off day or if Say you only have a four-day ticket and you're there for five or six days. What you do on that day, uh, but you're not in the park. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in two weeks. All right, I really didn't want to bring this up, but I have one more thing to say. It was brought to my attention that last (laughs) week, or last episode, we used the term wiener to describe the big big thing in the park that you can't take your eyes off of and the word is actually weenie so I hope that makes you laugh because the word's weenie not wiener and sorry about that I hope that doesn't squash all of our credibility moving forward (laughs) that's my little sister for ya alright all of the housekeeping things that I said at the beginning of this episode I still mean 
the four-day ticket coming out, the Disney Cruise discounts, um, all of the options to watch our or watch our podcast, listen to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. And then it's a busy time of year. If you know somebody that we can help get to Disney, please don't hesitate to send them our way. So we have 53 minutes. Oh, you can watch the New Year's Eve fireworks live stream from the Magic Kingdom. That's what we're going to do in 53 minutes. Well, it starts at 11.45. Okay, less than 53 minutes. What do you do? Alright, we'll see you in two weeks for episode 11. Yep, and make your New Year's, New Year's resolution to get to Disney World. Ooh, good one. See you later, guys. For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!